0: You're listening to Season 3 of Show Talk with Trevor. Wait a minute, can kids listen to this?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: You lived in red line areas that were redlined in the 50s, and majority of those red line areas are in poverty and are considered the projects or the hood.
2: So now, you're just what? divesting because you don't like black men. I'm
0: not because you guys have nothing to offer to me. You have no way to make right. my life greater. You you can't give me an increased value of life. So, that's so that
2: value. all black men are just the ones that... It's the
0: majority. As I have stated to you several times on previous streams, that majority does not mean all. Use your common sense. Majority yes. means the large amount. The majority, it does not mean all. Use your so
2: if, if approximately 70% of black men are working, how would the majority be living in public housing?
0: Majority of black men do not make above the poverty rate. And majority of black men, their jobs are selling drugs.
2: I don't think you could claim legal activities. I don't think you could claim legal activities. No, I can't so once it. again, so do you feel as though you're protected by black men?
0: No, definitely not. I just went over the rates of homicide by black men committed against black women, so definitely not.
2: So, what is your problem with black women who care about black
0: men? I don't have a problem with that.
2: So you don't view them as mammies?
0: Uh, I wouldn't say that. It is, okay, so if you, it's one thing to care about black men, but it's another to uh, partake in black male worshipping. And Just not holding them accountable for their actions. What is
2: black male worshiping? What? What is black male worshiping?
0: It's when you choose to not hold black men accountable, no matter what they do, and you're always coming to back for them. Like when you have the rates of black men killing their baby mamas or the, you know, their pregnant girlfriends, they love to say, "Oh, well, you don't know she probably pushed his buttons. Why did she? Why did he kill her? There should be no reason to kill anybody."
2: So are you okay with the genocide of black bills? Yeah,
0: I don't if care about they, it.
2: So are you okay with
0: that? I don't care about it. I don't care what black men do. I don't care. If y'all die, y'all die.
2: Okay. So what about um if we die, we die. So what
0: Yeah, about if y'all you? die, y'all die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there you have it. What's up, Straight Talk Society? This is your host, Trevor, and I'm back with another episode of Straight Talk with Trevor. The podcast where no topic, and I mean no topic, is off limits. You just heard a short video clip of a debate that took place earlier this week on the Solar Vision Debate League. Um, And the topic was, should black women divest? And you heard um, a little clip of what the young lady had to say. And trust me, I didn't just pull out the worst clip. She spent the whole two hours just bashing black men. Um, and I'm pretty upset about it. Not necessarily for the fact that she doesn't like to date black men. I don't care. That's not my issue. I'm married. I don't care about her. Um And I don't care if anybody decides to date out of their race. But what I do have a problem with is a group of women that lump all black men in the same category. As you heard her say, the majority. I mean, how can you be so broad to say the majority of black men are one way? And then when we talked, when the guy asked her about genocide, she said she didn't care what happened she didn't care we all died so I'm gonna stop yapping right now because I do have guests in the studio because when you talk about a topic like this I could go this alone but I need the perspective from other people so I do have back in the studio with me a fan favorite I do have Dwayne with me and he brought his lovely wife Carol in with him
3: hello everyone
4: hello everyone
1: Welcome to Straight Talk Studios. This is your first time here, Carolyn. No, um, don't be. Don't worry. I, I'll. I won't be too hard on you. Mm-hmm. So, when you guys hear a clip like that, what what what's the first thing that comes to your mind?
3: It really, really breaks my heart for someone so young to have so much um, hatred for um, of a man of race. Uh, you know, uh, the man of her own race to have so much hatred. Um, and it just makes you wonder what, I, I, I would love to just have a conversation with her and and, and find out what really made her feel this way. Um, was it father issues? Um, the guy she wanted to go to the prom with turned her down? Or it just really wants, you just have to
1: dissect her brain. So Carol, how do you feel about that?
4: I just feel, um a lot of times when uh, women speak like that is based on their limited experience with black men and this is the men that they've experienced in their life or the environment that they were brought up in. These are the men that they've experienced in their mother's lives and their lives and so this is what their uh, knowledge is of black men and so they bring that to the table with them and then they spout that on all black men, or the majority of black men.
1: So, what if I tell you I spend a lot of time throughout the day on YouTube, listening to various shows, listening to uh, this debate league because they have tremendous debates on everything. And you'd be surprised on the ch- in the chat, on the comment boards, on the panels, the uh, the vitriol for black men from black women. Just, you know, black men ain't shit and, you know, I'm going to get me a white man. You niggas can't do nothing for me and this and that. It, it, It almost is becoming common ground. And so now my question is, where did that come from?
4: I just think, um, like I said, it's from their experiences with black men having been cheated on or having um, not been taken care of in the proper way or having um, children with fathers that are not being responsible or whatever, and then they just uh, take it out on uh, the black men. But uh, a lot of times the women aren't holding themselves accountable for the choices that they made in the situation um, to pick the type of men that they're picking. And then they say, oh, black men are this and black men are that and black men are that. And the expectations uh, of the men that they have are not there and then they complain that the men aren't doing whatever they expect them to do but they're not holding the men accountable.
1: I can already tell you're gonna be real popular um just because of what you said so let me ask you a question um first of all so that debate was about uh divestment should black women divest so let's first say see what a divester is um so a black woman withdrawing all support for the black community which includes her time money resources care or concern she puts her own health wealth and life first she will date or marry the best person regardless of race or culture she will only support people or causes that benefit her directly and respect her time and efforts hearing that Dwayne, i need to know from you as a black man are you concerned that so many black women are divesting from black men to pursue and marry men of other races
3: of course um um, if we're not building together, um, we're gonna fall apart. Um, the more you find other races to, um, um, what do you call it, the, the to have kids from and whatnot, you're lessening your race, you know. And if if you're out finding, if you're constantly finding the wrong guy to to get with. You're gonna get the same results, you know. If you if you keep going out and getting Russell, uh getting um, futures, <laughs> you know, you're gonna keep getting the same results. So, so now you, you have <laughs> to, you know.
1: So now you like said, Carol said, That's true. Yeah. you said, you said a future, and somebody sent me a message regarding that, and they told they asked me to ask you what's wrong with future. I don't know future like that, so I don't right. know. They they specifically so, asked me to ask you what's wrong with future.
3: There's you know what there's nothing wrong with future. It's the people that keep letting future do the things to them. <laughs> if you know that future is just gonna just impregnate you and impregnate you and impregnate you and you know you're the fool to keep uh, letting them do that to you.
1: So it it comes so okay and. It's straight talk season three, so I'm just gonna have to just go all out. Do you think it comes down to black women that feel this way just don't know how to vet? They they don't know how to vet a man. Like they the vetting process. Every time they see a man, they're so quick to lay down with him instead of really getting to know him. And then when they end up treating them bad, now it's all black men not shit.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you answered that one quick. Yeah, I think I think that's that happens a lot because women um, don't make the right choices in men, and then when they see all of the red flags there, the men aren't being courteous to them. The men aren't treating them like queens. The men aren't um, respecting them in the relationship from the beginning. And then you go and you have a baby from them? Like, what are you thinking? You aren't married. You aren't in a committed relationship. Now you're having a baby from them, and now you expect them to treat you like a queen. They weren't taking care of you prior to you having that baby. They weren't treating you like a queen prior to you having a baby. They weren't making those commitments that lead towards a marriage prior to you having that baby. So you already know that that's not... What's going to happen in that relationship? So, right. you know, you're making poor choices and then you're blaming the men for it. And, um,
1: so okay, because you said the women are making poor choices and then they're blaming the men for it. You listen to me for more than one episode, you know that I'm very hard on my brothers. So, we can't put sole blame on the woman. Um, the men do have to take some. They do have to own up to their part in this. Right,
4: and, and that's what I'm saying. The men that they're choosing are poor choices, and, and those men need to take accountability for what they're doing. Right. But you also are choosing poor choices. Right. Just like um, some men choose poor choices in women because we can't forget all of the male bashing that goes on with black women as well. And we can't forget about all of the black men that marry white women because of it so it goes both you know it goes hand in hand also
1: okay you just see you producing my show for me i love it uh we're complaining i'm not complaining because i don't i don't carry the way i'm more so concerned about the bastion of, of all black men for a few knuckleheads but black men complain about black women going to other races but Black men have been messing with white women for years. Mm-hmm. So yes. what's good for the goose should be good for the gander. And why now is such a, a, a light shining on it? Because when 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 you see black men, they get famous in sports or whatever, the first thing they do, they go grab a white woman mm-hmm. and the, the the society just accepts it. But then the minute a, a black woman goes and gets a man of another race. oh she's a sellout. she's not keeping it real. she's not so where so I guess I guess with my 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 question for this because you know we have all these people online, um, the Kevin Samuels and the Tommy Sotomayors that come off pretty strong against the black woman where what can we do to bridge? this gap like or or is it just a lost cause is it just like in the next 10 years the the pendulum is going to swing and more black women are going to be in in interracial relationships and black men are going to be left behind or do you guys feel some way that we can come back to one another do you guys see that
3: yeah and this stuff's with responsibility just like you were saying, um, you, you got to uh, be careful about, about your choices. If you're going out looking for the bad guy and you're getting burnt by the bad guy and then want to go and get to get with the good guy because the bad guy done burn you out so much and now we don't want you, you can't go making us the bad guy.
1: I could he- hold that thought because I could hear, I could hear, I could hear, I could hear, and you'll be so pissed off if I don't say anything. I could hear a friend of mine saying that exact same thing. That black women love going after the bad guys Mm -hmm. and then once they get all used and abused Mm -hmm. that's when they want to come back to what we would call a simp so they don't want the guy that's working 9 to 5 they don't Mm -hmm. want the guy that's on his stuff trying just because he may not have the fanciest car they don't want that guy Mm -hmm. they want the guy that's gonna have the fast money have the nice cars but he's gonna abuse them he's gonna dog them out and then once they're all worn out, that's when they want to come right. back to us. Right. See, I had to ask when, that when, when
3: we're you. in the struggle, when we're building ourselves, they don't want us when we're building ourselves. They want that guy who already has that fast car, that fast guy. And then when we get to the point to where, we are, where we're established and whatnot, then they want us. They don't want to go through the struggle with us.
1: So let me play Devil, devil's advocate because I love doing this. Um, this question to you, Carol. Um, haven't you guys given us a big enough head start to get our shit together?
4: <laughs> I would say yes. <laughs> I would say yes. Um, but um, even, you know, I work in a high school. And when you look at where the black girls are compared to where the black boys are uh, performing, um, it's a vast difference. Uh, where the Uh, black girls are performing and trying to go to college, you have to uh, set a fire pretty much under the black boys to try to get them to go to college. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a struggle trying to get them to, you know, get into college where the black girls are more focused and know what they want. Um, you know, the honor students and stuff like that. We have more uh, black girls that are in the IB programs or are honor students and that are, you know, in the Cambridge programs and all of those programs like that because the, the girls know what they want and their, you know, their GPAs are up there and we have to fight with the boys to, you well, know.
1: Well, we, I mean, statistically, black women are graduating at higher rates black women are becoming more successful and starting their own businesses. You know, there's more black women as entrepreneurs. So, uh, Dwayne, do you think the black women are leaving us behind? Most
3: definitely, but um, with our, our, our black boys, and that's why I used to get so pissed off about the whole thug thing and whatnot, because if... If if the the thugs and all that stuff are celebrated, that's what our young men are gonna run behind, and it was set up that way. If if our young men are chasing pipe dreams or you know making fast money or whatever, there'll never be a there'll never be a group to be competed with.
1: So okay, so let me ask you this. Um, so back to this 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 disrespect of of the black man, and it goes both ways again. Because for every black woman that that disrespects a black man, you have a, another black man calling her a bitch, a hoe, you know, telling her this, treating her bad, treating her kids bad. Um, and I know you touched on it a little bit. Do you think our music Bingo. plays a big role Bingo. in that?
3: And that's what I was saying. You know, when we celebrate these type of dudes or whatever the thugs and the, the you know all that kind of foolishness, that was done on purpose, and that's why they got rid of groups like. Uh, public Enemy and um, a tribe called Quest, because they was putting knowledge and you know speaking politics and and stuff to feed your brain to our young men. They cut that out quickly, on
1: purpose. And then I will tell you, in the '90s and early 2000s. Like I used to listen to music and it was always like, I'm going to do this, blah, 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 F you ho, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I can't listen to music nowadays because it's it's just outright disgusting. So I do believe that um, they are conditioning us. So let me ask you another question. Um, This is for, to both of you. I haven't heard it. I'm not saying it doesn't go on, but why are we the only race of people? And And I could say this because I listen to all type of music. Why are we the only race of people that disrespects our black men and women in said music? You never hear, you never hear white artists, "fuck you bitch, I'ma kill you, pussy hoe," blah 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 blah. You never hear that. Mm -hmm. You never hear that. Mm -hmm. But why is it with our music we feel so free that we could just disrespect our women, have our women dress? scantily clad, and the men get their pants all the way down to their ankles. And we glorify drug culture. We glorify gang culture. We glorify fast money. We 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 don't put the emphasis on hard work anymore. Why are we seemingly the only race that does that? And I again, I listen to all type of music.
3: We we stupidly fought for that right to do that. You know, back um, um, some years ago when Luke went to court to, to fight to be explicit and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. You fought to be able to feed that foolishness to our society, to our community. You fought for that. And now look at what it's doing. And when you speak out about it, when myself or Bill Cosby or other people spoke out about it, we're hated. We're the coons. We're the, we hate our community. We You know what I mean? So
1: i exact I agree exactly what you're saying, so
4: I don't know i I believe that uh the arts and music mirrors uh society and the culture, and uh, it um, is a display of what we see, and then mm-hmm. it just flips back because now society is going to mirror what we see on on television, so it's just it's just a perpetual cycle we're going to see... They're going to do what we see, they see in the culture, and then the culture is going to do what they see on TV. So, it's just back and forth. So, it's... I think it's it's both. Um, The culture is mimicking what they see in the culture. The uh, music is mimicking mimicking what they see in the culture. But also, uh, the culture is mimicking what they see in the media. So So, it's feeding... It's a feeding frenzy off of each other really.
1: If the culture if so do you think, and I could be off on this, but do you agree that if the black man and the black woman would come together collectively that we could combat some of this? Yes. Yeah. We but would...
4: I think because we are divided, that's why our music sounds the way it does. Because the girls are so provocative and I I think true enough the music has and the videos and all of that has played a big part of it um but because I think a lot of times the parents let them go out like that like why would you Mm -hmm. allow your daughter to go out like that um why would you allow somebody to go to school like that so it's the culture as well it's not just the music because you have a responsibility as a parent you have a responsibility as a woman to carry yourself in a certain way mm-hmm. you know and I think that you know
3: it, it mimics each other all right we have, a, we have a responsibility as a community to shut that stuff down too um I, I chest out when that um when WAP came out with um Cardi B yeah. you see how all this stuff is deliberately targeting our community they were even saying
1: I, that in churches it, well, what? wap, yeah. What? Worship's been prayed. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, I chastised, you know, that video when it came out, and I got attacked because, you know, because I called them out on that. So we, we're just so, it's, we're just really so divided to us. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous.
1: So, okay, so now we'll say that because I could hear them telling me, Oh, I don't care what you say because black men are doing it too. Black men go and get white women. Um, and from what I've heard from black men that get white women, they say it's because the white the white women don't talk as much. They're not they're they don't they don't run their mouths too much. I mean let's let's face it, let's keep it a buck. Straight talk, straight talk with Trevor, season three. <laughs> we're gonna be unhinged and just we're just gonna go you all know, out.
3: Um the rapper Eve. You know, she yeah. she married a white guy, right? And you know the you know the statement that she made that um her husband what what did she say she said he um he controls it. what word did she use she said um but basically controls him controlled her tamed him tamed her? She, he, she he tamed her mm-hmm. so it took a white man to control to tame her so <laughs> That's almost like, you're, you've basically been been conditioned to believe that the white man is the only one that can control, you know, keep you... Um,
1: that sounds like we're going back to the slavery days.
3: Yeah, like, they're the only ones that can... The, the white man, you immediately just give the white man respect. But us, we have to earn it. That's That immediately just give the white man respect. And, and
1: you know what? That goes in every aspect of life. That goes in, I can't tell you the amount of guys I've worked with that when I tell them something, it's like, oh, I don't want to do it. But the minute a white guy comes around is, like, oh, yes, I'm ass, yes, yeah. sir, until they find out that I'm really the boss. You know, <laughs> then it's like, oh, man, <laughs> I didn't know. But.
3: Um, You know it's funny you say that because you know when I was a supervisor and everything, and I I want you to do something or whatever. Oh, you're just being like the white man. No, you need to do your job, bro. You know, whether I'm white or not, I have a responsibility to get you to get something done, and you need to get it done. I'm not trying to be like the white man or nobody else. I'm trying to be like what they put me in position to do, and I need you to do it.
1: Why? So, so back to this. Um, because we're not. I'm not gonna let y'all run away from this about the black, black women talking too much, their, their, their mouths getting them in trouble. It's like I hear that I hear that a lot that that black women oh man, they just talk too much they, they, they always got something to say they just they, they run their mouths too much. Um, so I'll ask you this question and I was thinking about this today. So have, have black men have black men become so weak that they need a woman to be a stepford wife? in order to validate them as a man.
4: Mm.
1: I just thought about that today.
4: We had a conversation. This is very interesting that we were talking about this. Um, Last night, my husband and I were talking, and we were listening to a video clip, and um, the gentleman was saying that, you know, black men want their wives to be submissive. He was saying a lot of other traits that they wanted them to be, but he said submissive. And I asked my husband, did he think that I was submissive? And he said, sure, I do think you're submissive. And sometimes I don't view myself as that because I do speak up and I do say, you know, my opinion and I do, you know, speak my mind or whatever. But my husband's response to that was that he doesn't want a doormat. He doesn't want somebody that he can walk all over. He wants, you know, somebody that can speak their mind and speak up and, you know, that kind of thing. But when i need to uh draw back i do draw back mm-hmm. and i do let him take the reins so um i was i was very pleased that he he saw me as uh being submissive
1: and that's that's the problem right there we We've we've come so submission submissiveness has become a dirty word in our culture. You tell a black woman, oh, you gotta be submissive. Ain't nobody running over me, ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do. Submission has absolutely nothing to do with that. Right. We've okay. never we've never said we don't want you to talk, we've never said we don't want you to be independent and do things. My wife will tell you. My wife can do whatever she wants to do, but when it's time to, to draw back and, and allow me to be a man, she has no problem doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, I married a woman. I didn't marry a man. Right. And, and, and for my listeners, a real man, he has no problem with that. Mm-hmm. He has no problem with you being independent. He has no problem with you being a go-getter. Hell, truth be told... I hope my wife's bit my wife, uh, business booms so I don't have to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. baby, go ahead. Make those millions. I don't want to work anymore. Right.
3: And it's good right. you say that because we want our woman to be goal-driven and, and, and succeed and whatnot. We just don't want them to throw it in our face. Exactly. And that's the, that's the problem. Right and, and and
1: a lot of them do that right. because I, I listen to a guy Nidra hates him and she's never really heard of him too much before but I listen to a guy Je- uh, Jesse Lee Peterson I think I sent you a, yeah. a video clip of him one time. time Um, and he says there's nothing worse than an educated woman he's just an educated woman period which mm-hmm. I think is insane but he thinks that when women are educated that they then turn around and they try to control you Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't have a, I don't have an issue with the educate. Like my wife is way more educated than me. Like what, what's the problem?
3: It can be dangerous in the, just like a gun could be dangerous in the hands of the wrong, of uh, the wrong person. So uh, a person who has, you know, um, the means or what have you, um, it can be dangerous because it can mess up a, a relationship. Because now she wants to wear the pants and you know, to you know. You
1: can't have uh... okay. So now we're gonna. So now we're gonna go into this scenario: husband and wife. Husband, uh, wife makes more money, and two things can happen with that. She could just make more money. She's mm-hmm. smarter. She has more education. She has a better job. She makes more money, but she still allows you to run the house and make all the the you know all the deals as a man that you need, or and what's starting to happen more with more money becomes this independent this independency mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I don't need you anymore yeah. you're you're just an accessory now yeah. you need to just be here like my little puppy and you do you, you know you please me when I need to be pleased and you shut up and I think that's that's where that's the problem that we're running into yeah. now
3: right because the feminist and the independent movement movement It's really broken up. It affected the black community more than, I I believe, any other community.
1: Was feminism... Was the feminist movement good for... I'll put you in the spot. Was the feminist movement good for for black people? No. All right. Not... Okay. Not Not at all. It's out there now.
3: Because of this... Because of this this possible divide um, between men and women.
1: What's wrong with a woman getting equal pay?
3: If she does the equal... (laughs)
1: <laughs> Be careful <laughs>
3: No I talk about this at work Because uh, there, Okay, there's this particular young lady who, Who's a hard worker She don't ask a, another man, a, a man to do anything for her She just go and do it And that's the type of woman I would love to just go and help But we have a lot of them um, Who wants the same pay as men But always want the man to do something for them you know what I mean? So, it's like you can't you can't have the equal pay but then don't want
1: to do the it, equal work. Is that feminism or laziness? It's laziness. Yeah, cuz we got we got to be careful with that one. So, okay, and But in, in, okay, so I say in just hypothetical would it be an issue if your wife made more money than you? Not at all. It's not an
3: issue now.
1: So, so she does make more than you. Yes. And there's no, so she doesn't make you feel like Not at all. any less of a man. Not at all. So if something came up and it was like um, just a business situation, she would defer it to you.
3: Yes. She asks me all the time my opinion or she makes me feel that as, as I'm the man in the
1: relationship, period. So, how, how and where did you learn that from, Carol?
4: Um, I can't say that I've always been, um, this way. I went through my phase too, where I have been scorned and I was like, well, I don't need a man in my life, you know, that kind of thing too. Um, a short period in my, in my life where I, I felt like that, where I don't, you know, I can take care of myself. I pay my own bills. I pay my own way. And then you get to the point where you like, no, I do need a man in my life, you know? And you start to see uh, just how you need a man in your life as you get older and you get wiser and you see the benefits of having a man in your life and um, you just, I guess, come to an awareness of you can't be in control of everything. And I think that's what a lot of women uh, that say they don't need a man in their life. They just have control issues. They just want to control everything in their life and Mm -hmm. control what's going on in everything with the children, with the house, with Mm -hmm. the bills, with the, you know, they just want to control everything. And once you get out of that mindset that you don't have to control everything, here's somebody that, hey, they can do this for me. They might can do it better for me and you know i have somebody to bounce off ideas from that is very helpful you know you don't see that person as a as a your enemy or you know somebody that's your advocate you you see them as your advocate you see them you know someone no. yeah
1: so and, and i i agree 100% with what you're saying but why isn't that the mindset going across the board, which is because if, and here's the thing, if if more more black women are leaving black men because they say black men can't do anything for them, the same black woman is now going to get with another man from another race and still have to submit to that man.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: The submission never goes away. Somebody's going to make you submit, regardless of what, regardless right. of what you think.
3: Right.
1: Somebody's going to make you submit because I've heard horror stories about like Cuban men and you know things like that. Somebody right. is going to make I think, you submit.
4: I think that women um, of color are willing to submit to anybody that makes more money than them, and that's a conditioning in mm-hmm. their mind. Yeah. Like, if a man makes more money than them, if they mm-hmm. take care of them, if they pay all the bills, if they, you know, da 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 da, da then they're willing to submit. Hold on, hold if on. they... I
1: had to give you a clap for that <laughs> <laughs> if,
4: if they have equal footing in the relationship as far as they pay equal the bills, if they bring home equal money or they bring home more money, they're not as willing to submit and they're not as willing to be submissive but I don't care if the man is white if the man is black if he makes more money or if he's paying all of the household bills and things like that I think most women of color are willing to submit
1: you you, asked, do you
3: want to add to that? I, I was somewhat agree with that but then um, I, I have heard uh, women of color say he'll make more money than me. why, why would I submit to him? You know, exactly. You know, so it is a financial. It's 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 conditioned in a lot of women's mind. The condition, the the financial part of it. It, it. Long as the guy makes more money than me, then I submit to him. Which which is.
1: So I gotta ask this question. I know I'm gonna come off real corny, but don't they love us anymore? There was a time where black women held us in the highest regard no matter what no matter how much of a mess up we were in life they still always held us down but we also have to think
3: about what what's what is the the age
1: group of of the pro of the problem of women
3: that are too um is it this new age these new age women who fresh out of college and and you know starting to you know make all this money and i, I think it's across
1: the board now yeah you think so yeah it's 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 across the board because even even the ones in our age group that that were you know they loved the here I go again they loved the nuclear family now it's just like i don't need a man i'm, I'm independent
3: because like how carol was saying you know with experience uh, with time people do grow up you know they do grow and you know you know, have your phase of where I don't need a man. I I could do this on my own or whatever. You know, and then they finally grow up, and a lot of times by that time you might not even be able to find a man that you know would want to deal with you. You know, after done.
1: But now, so okay, that's a great conversation. Um, our standards, mm-hmm. because I saw a post the other day. Um, my cousin shared it. And it was saying like it was a guy saying like he a woman has to be no kids and, and that's know, another problem PA, that we have you know too. college degree and and then you turn around and you have women oh the men have to have six packs and be six wow. foot two and you know six have all seniors. yeah like <laughs> ha- have we like where do we get that from like where where, where did social those media. crazy standards come from
3: social media and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. That's that's one. I think that's one of our biggest problems. I, I absolutely media. agree. Social I agree. media is like our biggest I problem. One hundred percent. Social media perpetuates a bunch
4: of foolishness.
1: Yeah. Actually, on the same debate league, they actually did a, a debate last night on um, on the metaverse, like how people get so engulfed in mm-hmm. in social media. That it becomes their reality, yeah, right. Right. and exactly. and and that's exactly. that's kind of what what what's going on now. We're right. we're building, we're building our ideal life in in virtual reality, basically.
3: Right. It just, we was listening to um, something on YouTube today, and it was a girl who was complaining about how she how she was proposed to. Um, the guy proposed to her at um, at the movies because it that's meant right. something to him. Because that's what that was their thing. They go to the movies. That's their thing. So that was a perfect spot for him. But we have people that's so warped in um, fantasy world that they have to. She wanted to to be this grand thing that she could basically post on social media, and we we're so stuck in this social media world that everything has to be um, recorded and, and cameras and this whole f- big fantasy thing. We we just now it was. It, it, it stopped being about us. Now it's about everybody. participating. Yeah, it takes away the true, the true intimacy right. of
4: meaningful moments. Because was, you always want to have that camera there. You always want to have the right makeup on. You always want to take that right. right picture. And it takes away the true intimacy of, of, of magical moments. Because you're trying to focus on the camera and all of that kind of stuff. And it's. I think it's ruining relationships too because people are trying to um,
3: pose for the camera or you know put on for the city City, as they say, you know. Now you just stole that man's moment. You just disrespected that man. Yeah. Because the cameras, lights and cameras is more important to you. Right. Is this about the marriage or is it about social media? You know, is it about this man that that loves you and felt that you're enough to propose to?
1: So where we always, as we come to the closing of the shows, we always, we lay out all the problems, but then I always bring it back. What, what's the ultimate solution? What could be the solution that can get our people back on one accord. What, okay, so, what can get our women, what can get our women to fall back in line? And when I say in line, I mean, submission, not, not, not ownership, Mm -hmm. but submissiveness to the man. What, what needs to change to get the natural order of God back in our lives and I know I know you don't subscribe right. to the Bible but if you listen to my last episode I basically broke down my feelings of the Bible that I think is a book of allegory that has a bunch of stories in there used to teach us the grit the, the the bigger point mm-hmm. so it's a bunch of basically a book of parables just to right. teach us the bigger point so the the natural design according to the Bible, was the man over the woman in, in covering, not ownership, but covering. And I just feel like women feel now that they aren't protected anymore, so now exactly. they rather seek protection somewhere else. How do, how do we get back? How do we, how do we get back? How do we get our numbers back skewing this way? How do we get the numbers to come back in favor of us us black people? How do we get the numbers to come back to our communities? How do we stand up and say, hey, we're not going to give you our neighborhoods. We're not going to give you our kids. We're not going to allow the media to take our kids from us. You're not going to whore our kids out. What do we have to do to get things back in order so that this black race, and you know we— always talk about that whenever we get together how do we get our people back in the position that they once were in
4: i think it starts with the black family as a unit and i think that the black man needs to be back in the home Mm -hmm. when we get the black man back in the home i was my co-worker she's married to her husband for 17 years and she has two her two kids are from her husband and the children at school were like, You married to your husband? You I mean, you married to your children's father? Y'all been married for 17 years? Like they just never heard right. of it. Like they were That's just insane. they were just shocked. Like I had like five kids in there and they just couldn't believe that she was still married to her children's father, you know, for 17 years. They just never heard of something like that. And it's just we really need to get the black fathers back in the home. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that simple. We really need to work on that.
3: Yeah, and, and it's it's but you said, you know, it, it's it's guys like you having a wife and a child that you're setting that tone and, and you're and you put you putting that into your daughter's head. You know, this is this is the this is the path to go or it, Basically, don't let your child get brainwashed by the media. Because as a black community, we're always going to have the media in the in the government attacking us. They're going to come up with new ways to always keep us divided, and we got to just some way somehow just continue to work on just being a family because that's the only way we can fight these devices. That are del- uh, deliberately targeted towards us.
1: So, this is growing accustomed. This this is a a a spot in my show, and I'm I'm gonna have that siren soon, because guess what, Trevor's going to the Bible. <laughs> um, the late great overseer bar used to always always put such a strong emphasis. On family and his whole thing was getting the man back in place mm-hmm. because he understood that even for a ministry a ministry to grow your ministry is only as strong as the families that are in there having single people in there is fine mm-hmm. but it's the families that's gonna keep those that's gonna cause everything to keep in forward motion and I just want to, I want to read a verse of scripture. And this is a call out to my brothers. It's just one line. And it's Genesis 3, verse 9. And it says, And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Men, where are you? Your kids need you. Your women need you family needs you. Your community needs you. Where are you? When when, when are you going to realize that enough is enough? It's time to stop playing in the streets. It's time to pull up your pants. It's time to act your age mm-hmm. and get back in the position that God called you to be in. And that's being the man that he called you to be for your families. If you would get into your rightful place, maybe you wouldn't have to worry about your woman going out and messing around with anybody else. That's my grandstand moment of the week. I always got to throw one in. But we're, you know, we're 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 coming up on the time, but just so we we so I I don't you guys you guys don't have it. Well, I know I know how Dwayne feels, but Carol, how do you feel as far as the divesting, like women, the interracial dating and stuff like that for black women? Because I, I got a, I got a weird stance on that. I'm not gonna I I'll, I'll probably say it later, but I have a really I, weird stance on that.
4: I think if women seek out to date men of another culture, I think that's pretty sad. If you happen to meet somebody of another culture and you fall in love, then that's fine. But if you go and purposely seek out to date somebody from another culture, I think that's sad. Mm-hmm. I, ju- I just think we need to try to stay together as a race, as a culture, and just try to, you know work together within the black community and um, work together. I just that's my belief. Yeah. I would like to see my son marry a black woman. I would like to see my daughter marry a black man
1: and you know what somebody will say oh you need somebody will say oh you need to because i can hear them they'll be like oh you need to open up your eyes we're you know we aren't we this isn't that archaic time anymore you know the world has changed things have changed people could love whoever they want i, I hear you
3: not saying and
4: i agree enough. i think if, if they like i said if they happen to meet somebody and they fall in love then all is gravy but i would hope that they wouldn't seek out right. someone of a different race to marry
3: those are two totally different things You'd i, I would
4: hope i would hope that they wouldn't seek out someone of a different race just yeah. to say oh i want to marry a white man or i want to marry a hispanic woman or something of that nature
1: you got any parting words no,
3: that was that was well said. With you, your, your, your Bible, uh, and was well said. And and we definitely um have to get back, the, the man has to get back in in place and and get back in leading. And um, I think that's that's really the the really the only way that we could get back in in place. Um, we've got to get our man back. Amen. Um. It may not come in a time of what we see it happen, but we, we have to get our, our, our next generation in place.
1: Who initiates that change? Because you've heard me say show after show that I don't see the next black leader. I don't see the next black leader being cultivated because everybody's on their own agenda now nobody seems to have our people in in their hearts anymore whereas in the civil rights movement you had people that genuinely cared about their people regardless of whatever we think happened but they at least cared whereas now it just seems like everybody's out for themselves because
3: we're in a comfortable stage now back in those days we you had to have someone to be on the front for you know Front of the line to 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 fight the cause, but right now we're just far too comfortable, and we can, we to the point to where we can't even um, pull our young men to the side and, and talk to them about you know do pull your pants up or you know they they get an attitude and want to you know fight you or whatever you know um, it's it's just we really at a crazy time right now and I, and I always said it, it's gonna get back to where. The world shuts themselves off to us for us to want to have to group together again, have to be forced to group back together.
1: (laughs) Now, there's going to have to be a separate show between me and you, but me and you have never really talked about this fully. Are you of the opinion, like me, that segregation probably was better for us?
3: Yeah, in a sense, yeah. Um. But the 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 crazy thing is, is that the country that we're in, it's to shut ourselves uh, to deliberately shut ourselves off to the world. I don't know how beneficial that will be because we don't have our own. Yeah, we don't have the infrastructure. We don't have the exactly. And for us to have the, you know, all those things. I don't think it's ever gonna happen in the United States. It, it, it has to be it, you know. It's it just not gonna happen here.
1: Well, do you got any last words, Carol?
4: Um, no, I think we pretty much wrapped it up. I, yeah, I think that's pretty much.
1: Well, I thank you for coming by. I mean, you, I loved your input. I didn't really know what to expect. But I was greatly pleased by your strong endpoint and you made a lot of um, points. And I hope that you'll come back again, especially so we can have that COVID conversation. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> i said
3: say one thing, man, definitely keep doing what you're doing as as, um, as, a, as a man of your home and, and in your child's life or whatever, because you don't know how many people you inspire. Because when I was younger, I've had I've looked at my friends' dad and and how they were with their kids, and when that inspired me, you know, to want to be, you know, a great dad. And and, and not having a dad made me want to be that to my kids. So just continue doing what you're doing. And, Amen. Uh, you know, you 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 have no idea what that starts.
1: I couldn't have said it any better myself. And I thank you for tuning in to this episode of Straight Talk with Trevor, season three. We made three seasons already, and I really appreciate you guys for continuing to tune in. And like always, I leave you with these words. Always seek out the truth for yourself, because if not, you'll fall victim to other people's interpretation of it. And with that, I say peace.
4: If you can't get enough of straight talk with Trevor, be sure to like our Facebook page. You'll get page only exclusives like links to early shows and behind the scenes video footage. You can also participate in polls that might shape future shows. The best thing about our Facebook page is that's where you can get in direct contact with Trevor. You can also leave show topics, reviews, or even request to be a guest on the show. Again, like us on Facebook and thank you for your continued support.